Welcome to Ye Can Do, a podcast about possibility. My name is Bernie Kyo, and together with my co-host Paula Thomas, we are on a mission every week to power new possibilities in our own lives and yours. Once a month, we'll be discussing our highs, lows, and learnings from our book review and guest interviews. So if you'd like to learn how to yay can do your life, join us every month for our monthly review. And of course, every other week for book reviews, our latest interviews and inspiration. Bernie, here we are, a month of highs, lows and learnings. Actually, it feels like a very long month. Um, full of highs, I have to say. Um, of course, as you well know, I got married last week. Uh, yes. Finally, my post-COVID uh, wedding surrounded by incredible family and friends. So there may be quite little discussion about uh, yay can do, <laughs> dare I say it in today's recording. So without any prep, I think what we've just decided is uh, let's reflect on that together. And of course, the recordings, because we need to do justice to all of that. But you were a guest at my wedding. So thank yes. you for being there. Yes. And, and I, I beg to differ. I think that uh, your wedding and the beautiful uh, ceremony and occasion that it was uh, is a reflection and a culmination of a lifetime of yay can do on your part Paula <laughs> so um, it's I'm very very happy to talk about that and I just want to ask you how are you feeling you know uh, it was a truly magnificent uh, wedding full of joy full of love full of brilliant organisation great music great food great <laughs> champagne yeah. and <laughs> uh, good and bad weather, but it was fantastic. Great people. So how, how was it for you to achieve this dream with a wonderful man? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Bernie. Yeah. I mean, the cliche that it's the best day of your life. I never expected to feel that, but I genuinely did. Like, I remember just like towards the end of the dinner going, this is the best day of my life. Like I was moved to tears. It blew me away. And I wasn't expecting it to feel as powerful as everyone says it would. Um, as you said, I've been single a very long time. I mean, lots of people listening know. I mean, I just turned 50 earlier in the year. So I think for a lot of um, my friends, I guess, finding love later in life sometimes feels impossible. Uh, so to actually have it manifest and unfold to the extraordinary way that it did definitely blew my mind. Um, and Daniel too. I mean, you know, Daniel's a man who wasn't looking for love, uh, which is quite ironic, but yet, you know, we've been inseparable pretty much now for three years. So to me, that kind of proves that when it feels right for two people, it doesn't matter what, what's gone before. What matters is what happens in the moment. So yes, I would say exhilaration, uh, emotional roller coaster from start to finish. Um, utterly thrilled with how, as you said, particularly the music was, Bernie, because that really nailed it for me in terms of it feeling like something very special because, you know, you and I talk for a living, you know, we can say vows, which are very familiar to people, but I think the music made it feel uh, quite different. Um, so yeah, it was, um, it was incredible. It all just came together in the end. I couldn't believe it. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. And I can tell you there wasn't a dry eye in the <laughs> chapel um, just seeing you and Daniel. And, I, you know, obviously, I think um, the music uh, gave a poignancy and beauty to, to the which was expertly chosen and then beautifully sung. Mm. Um, and there literally wasn't a dry eye in the house. And, and you know, I myself was sobbing and <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> believe that I didn't think to bring a tissue. <laughs> and a, I mean, a friend of ours who'd used her, her tissue to wipe her lipstick, you know, yeah. said, well, I'm not giving you that, girls. And then five minutes later was like breaking it into tiny squares to try and, and, and cover the de- de- deluge of, 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 of happy tears that, that were... Uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're following. Yeah. And you had said in the lead up to the wedding that uh, music was very important. And I know you invested a lot of time. I mean, your attention to detail around the wedding was just amazing. But mm. the music was phenomenal, both in the chapel, both that night, you know, of the wedding yeah. day and then for the uh, yeah. the barbecue um, uh, the next day, um, which, you know, I, I thought it would take, you know, uh, we were so tired and so <laughs> exhausted. Totally. Yeah. But, but within half an hour of the, the group playing, we were we were dancing on tables. And uh, so it really did. It did. Yeah. But it was just superb quality, you know. But yeah. I think the thing that made it was that was the love between you and, and Daniel, you know. Yeah. Um, as I said to him when I was leaving the chapel uh, to shake his hand because I met him first and uh, was to say you were worth the wait, Daniel, you know. And uh, yeah, uh, he, he certainly was. And and there was something you said as well. I hope you don't mind me sharing this, Paula, um, um, because you mentioned about being single for a long time and you mentioned about, you know, how impossible it can be to feel to to someone who's been single in particular for a long time, you know, to find love at this age or the later age. But you, I remember you saying at some point, whether it was at the chapel or, or later in your speech, um, that you you made a decision, something in you told you that you could trust this man and you made the decision to trust and it was the best decision of your life. And I just thought, uh, it actually reminded me that I had a, a similar feeling around my husband, you know, when we were just deciding whether, you know, whether I'd go out with him or whether we would kind of, because I knew I was in the danger territory, you know, of really falling head over heels. And, yeah. and I remember going, God, if this doesn't work out, I'm buggered, you know, because <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm falling here. And but yeah. making that decision that this was a man I could trust and, and to, to, to go first, you know, it is a risk, isn't it? It's, you have to make that leap of faith. It, it totally, Bernie, and you've shared that before. And I think you probably knew Benoit a lot better than I knew Daniel when that thought occurred to me. So, so that thought occurred Only to six me six weeks because I was moving abroad for a year after that. Okay. So, oh okay. no, sorry, that's wrong. You were together dating six weeks, but we knew each other about three months. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. I well, did. I did. Yeah, in fairness, yeah. I didn't even know Daniel's name. I had mm. literally so so when I say and I'm reading a book about it at the moment about, you know, you know, almost divine intervention. So at the risk of overstating it, that's actually how strange it was, because I saw him. I had met him like, you know, briefly for for a couple of seconds the previous week. We ended up with a lot of synchronicity again at the same place, the same time. And 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 I noticed that he was there and I was thrilled. And there was this strange voice in my head saying, you can trust this man. So oh, wow. That's I thought why you knew, knew him when you no, made that call. Okay. No, 
it felt yeah. like a voice that wasn't mine that was reassuring me because again with all the disappointments along the way and all the vulnerability and the heartbreak as you said the risk that goes into dating particularly later in life i think you know there's a risk of going into these things feeling very cagey and holding back to a certain extent mm-hmm. but actually i think it was the opposite partly because of that strange kind of voice that i heard so mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't promise that that will ever happen to me ever again or anyone else. But what it did do, I suppose, was allow me to do that trust and surrender and to uh, to literally go and find out his name. Actually, he just, of course, introduced himself straight away. Um, and all I remember from that day then was saying to my friend, I really like this man. And she said, I can tell. So she could <laughs> feel that energy, mm. even though we'd only just introduced ourselves. So definitely, I suppose what it reassures me, Bernie, is that, you know, when when people are brought together for a reason, there's a palpable difference to what I'd ever experienced before. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was important for me to say that in my vows, you know, yes. is that it did feel different. Now, I'd been doing loads of work, Bernie, and <laughs> hopefully on future episodes, I'll get to explore that a little bit more. And I suppose back to your original question at the start of today's conversation, I definitely left feeling absolutely empowered in a way that never I have felt before. And lots of things are are still with me very powerfully. I mean, it's not even a week, but the fact that I love bringing people together the fact that I love there being powerful music. So I was like, oh, I want to bring Ye Can Do people together, for example. Like I started having all of these other, I suppose, um, ideas that have just, mm. you know, been surfacing ever since. So I guess watch love this the sound space. Of that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Because it was the people there that made us feel the love because, you know, we've shared those vows, you know, privately myself and Daniel before. It's the first time to have them witnessed. And that's an extraordinary experience again, which I hadn't realized that, you know, to say that to him with you listening was uh, was very beautiful for, for me, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And it was it was beautiful to hear them. And personally, for me, knowing you as I do, um. I don't know, Paula, how many years now? I 12, 13, I, I can't remember. But it, it felt, it was wonderful for me because I felt that I met people that you have talked about. So some people I did know, thank God we've got good friends in a, in a similar group. Yeah. And uh, obviously I went with my husband. And, but also then I met, you know, past friends, like school friends that I haven't seen in a while that, that I've met before, your family, of course. And then I met a whole host of people that I know their story. So I felt like (laughs) once I had the name and this, you know, and then I was like, ah, you know, their love stories, how you introduce people. um, And and it really actually, I I saw that, um, I saw one key thing, you know, because we, I know I've said a million times and we've talked about this ourselves, that we're very different people, but we have a lot of values that are similar. And, uh, um. But I really saw something that I I thought, Paul and I really have that in common. And that is our ability to do to do, you know, as we journey on our life. And and I'm not saying um, lots of people probably have this, but but it was so much in evidence at your wedding. You know, the ability to make strong connections and to hold on to the, the strong connections and those friendships and bring them forward in your life, even if, you know, it means there's vast distances or, you know, you're only catching up a couple of times a year, seeing each 
every couple of years. But because I've met people who, you know, who have been in your uh, sailing uh, course, which I completely, I don't know whether I ever knew about that or forgot about that. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how long ago that was, you know, from your masters, from your various unsettled um trips and, and working abroad in Bali and South Africa obviously yeah. friends that you've collected in and in, 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 uh, and made in uh, in Dubai that have maybe dispersed and and those that are still there and and obviously from various uh, workplaces and, and things like that and it was just incredible this you know thread of people that you've you know it feels like that everywhere you go you 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 make a strong connection when you have the time to you know I'm not saying you you go to you know, yeah, uh, lunch unnecessarily do that, but you know, and that you build those lifelong friendships, you know, mm. with the, you know, over time it just happens kind of organically. Yeah. But I, I think that that's something that we have in common, you know, and it's a great joy, isn't it, to be able to do that. And it's a great gift to have those people in our lives. You're absolutely right, Bernie. And as I said, that's what distinguished it from the, you know, solitary um, experience of, yes, sharing vows, which is incredibly important from our legal wedding. Mm. Um, that has its own special place in our hearts. Mm. Um, but to, to bring people together and and to see them, like to see how much joy everybody got from everyone else, um, you know, and, and all of my friends, I think, know how, how strongly I value them. Um, so as I said, I was sitting there at the dinner, just looking around in pure joy at uh, at the love in the room, um, and sometimes between people who'd never met each other before. Um, but uh, but you came over to talk to me, and other people came over to talk to me, and uh, and I was just kind of blown away. So yeah, yeah. The that 10 minutes thing. was precious to me, Paula, because I kind of assumed that I wouldn't get a minute with you, you know, naturally enough on, on the wedding day. Yeah. And uh, but that I would over the course of the whole event, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah. I spotted and a moment when uh, <laughs> Daniel had vacated his seat and I was over there and it was great to be able to just have that little 10 minutes of chat and, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, at, uh, together, you know, so and she looked absolutely beautiful, everybody. And so did Daniel. Um, so you were a fabulous Hello Magazine cover. Now you could have been. And, <laughs> and it was a great idea because Paula had set up a WhatsApp group um, and yeah. where she was just disseminating information in the run up to the wedding because the level of organization that she went to between like it was an international wedding which I loved you know it was diverse it was a whole Swiss contingent and uh, and then people coming in from all over the world and uh, so it was uh, uh, beautiful from from that perspective and and it just showed you that actually it doesn't matter really where you come from when you're united in love and, and come you know and crack <laughs> and yeah. see or AIC for any of our international listeners which uh, means uh, good times <laughs> as opposed to any drugs and yeah. um, it doesn't matter what your background is you know yeah ethnic ethnicity religion blah 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 but it was just um yeah it was just so it was wonderful and the amazing detail you went to organizing buses and so yes people were saying including myself you know you have a gift for organizing events <laughs> and I think you really enjoyed that aspect did you 
I did. And I didn't expect to because I was so concerned. You know what I'm like, Bernie, you know, that attention to detail is something goes wrong. And there was one bus issue on the day before. So the night before our wedding, I went to sleep upset about a bus issue, which is ridiculous. So now I eventually managed to, to get rid of it. And I'm sure that was just a, you know, overall result of being kind of restless and on edge for everything going to plan the next day. Um, but I know what it's like myself and how highly I value being taken care of when I'm in a, an unfamiliar place. Obviously, a lot of Daniel's family don't even speak English. So there was a lot of, you know, taking care of them. Daniel did an extraordinary job of, you know, doing the touristy bit and taking people around Dublin and all of that. And again, on the day, I suppose, going around and meeting with people. So definitely there was the two of us in it. But I did love the event management side uh, because it's about something so special. So, you know, as I reflect on, you know, my day job and, and that, I don't feel compelled to go and organize awards or events, you know, for business reasons. And um, But that's why when I came away with that sense of joy and, you know, for people listening who don't know me, maybe as long as you or even you might know, when I moved back from Dubai the first time back in 2001, like every new year, I would always like book a couple of like self-catering cottages in a little village somewhere in Ireland. And anyone I knew, I used to call us, you know, kind of the waifs and strays. If there was anyone I knew who was alone over New Year, I would say, come, there's a gang of us going to Donegal. There's a gang of us going to Galway. And we would all be able to come together and spend that quite difficult time because I always felt that time super hard. Mm. And I got great joy. And I've organized loads of things again, even before I knew you. So it reminded me about that when there's a reason. So I've organized singles events. I've organized lots of fun stuff. Um, so yeah, when there's a purpose to it, I really, really like it. So as I said, please God in time, hopefully you can do, can have something in the physical world where we can all hang out together. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how did you feel like, how, how does it feel? Was there any come down, you know, from such a high or have you navigated the... Uh, the post a few yeah. days because we're not even a week um are we we are a week we are a week since the wedding yeah sorry um so uh i'm, lo I'm losing literally track of time. exactly but, nine yeah, days because you didn't take a honeymoon this time you're going to take that later in the year and you know yeah as you so said yeah. So one thing I did do was book like a, a mini moon. So at the end of this month, end of August, we're going to go down to Oman. There's a very famous resort, actually, which gets a lot of rain this time of year. So it's a lot cooler. So mm. we're going down there. So that was one thing that I needed, I suppose, something to look forward to, because mm. everybody does talk about coming down off a cliff from such a high. And mm. uh, I guess it's to be expected. But I, I definitely feel like I'm questioning my professional life as well. Like, am I doing everything I'm capable of, everything I'm called to do? You know, that idea of purpose has a strong resonance, certainly in this last couple of days. I mean, I'm only back to work since yesterday, but as much as I know I'm serving a need in my professional world, I feel like there's more to be done. So I don't mm. know what that looks like. So yeah, it might be literally the contrast, uh, but that was that feeling was there, I guess, as well in some ways before I headed off to uh, to the big day. So again, watch this space. I think there's um, space and room for more. Mm. And, and I suppose the self-belief then that I can 
achieve more because I've had this wonderful experience of setting a goal. Yes, it took time and I wasn't in control of that timing, but to be able to come out the other side and go, I set that goal and I achieved it makes me extremely proud. Mm, mm, mm. And so you should be. And as you know, I never doubted for a second. Totally. But as you said, no one's in control of the timing around that, you know, Um, especially when you're waiting for something special. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But one of the things that really um, uplifted me was the fact that some of, uh, at least one of our friends who is single for a while now and similar age felt a renewed sense of hope. Wow. Just even being yeah. in, you know, experiencing that and seeing that love and in, in, in evidence, you know, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it also reminded me of how wonderful a good wedding is. <laughs> And yours was exceptional, <laughs> exceptional, exceptional. So, and did the period of, um, I suppose, I know you were working right up till the week before the wedding, but even taking, say, the week or 10 days off, did that give you some some professional, some space from the professional to, yeah. with all that was going on that was so important, as you said, is that what gave you the kind of sense of, okay, what yeah. does make me, fill me with joy, purpose, passion? How do I want to... Yeah. Use my skills and, you know, um, going forward. Or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Gifts, we all have them. lovely way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, we all have them for sure. It definitely did, Bernie. Um, I, for the first time, I suppose I was um, very determined not to get dragged back in. And you know what it's like. We all know what it's like, particularly if you're self-employed or just in a role that has no real backup in terms of somebody else, you know, taking the the slack, you know, when you're out of, of action. But it was the first time I just went, do you know what? I am not going to have that on my mind. Um, this is one time that I, it deserves to be, uh, to be kept in this special space. So I, I, I just, you know, put on the out of office and my team were there. They were told to WhatsApp me if there was a, a crisis in the background. So it wasn't that I wasn't available for clients, for example, but there wasn't anything that needed them to, to contact me or to disturb that time. So yes. Well I felt, done team. <laughs> yes. Well done team. Absolutely. Yeah. They did a great job. And, you know, I just been catching up with them today. They both said that they were very careful to avoid messaging me um, in order That's to allow considerate. me. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I mean, it really is at the end of the day, what, what is there that can't wait two weeks for, you know, almost anything. So, um, yeah, so I got a bit of time and space around that as well. So yeah, literally back into it now. And here we are recording Yay Can Do. And yeah, things like our book club, I'm slightly panicking about, of course, because we're a little <laughs> behind on our recording schedule, but don't worry, listeners, we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. We'll at least have a few <laughs> chapters to report on from a book next week. <laughs> that might be it it might be it has yet to be agreed and read <laughs> yes chapter club instead of book club <laughs> yes exactly. I love the sound of that one the chapter that changed your life the paragraph that changed oh, your life brilliant. yeah yeah brilliant and yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to have a think about any of the highs lows learnings from from some of the uh, I mean I suppose it was in many ways some some ways a kind of a important month you know in terms of um, maybe uh, some discussion that 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 we had around um yeah uh, do you want to talk about that or yeah yeah, yeah let's yeah, do it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So. and I think that's that's more important than I think we did a great job 
on last month's book club. So for anybody who didn't hear it, it was the four agreements. So I think we did justice to that. Um, so I, I don't feel personally any need to go back over that. But I think we both did important conversations about a topic that's a really important. In fact, probably the single biggest, most important in your life, dare I say. So do you yes, want to comment and, and first? Well, that, that a lot of people, you know, uh, think about yeah. Worry about, you yeah. know, I'd say yeah. including yourself, you know, at different times, you know, because because it, I've, you know, thankfully to a great extent have gotten off that club, you know, the diet club and, you know, experienced her, um, a much greater sense of freedom. And my, today my self-worth is no longer in any shape or form linked to what I eat yeah. um, and how much I weigh, yeah. you know, and and uh, and I found you know, eating, um, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I'm perfect. And in actual fact, you know, I, I think there's, you know, other items now that I might need to look at um, um, in terms of maybe putting on an abstinence list um, not because I'm anyway at the stage that I would have been with other food items, but I can see a progression, you know, there. And as you know, with food disorders, yeah, you have to be be vigilant, but also you have to take your time around that and 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 do mm-hmm. so with, in conjunction with discussions with other people, because yeah. um, you know you also have to be careful not to go into restrictive mode, which I'm in no danger of doing. But I I just I just wanted to to say that that like to, and to repeat that today my self-esteem my value in this world has nothing to do with what I eat and uh and whether it's a healthy or not healthy choice um um Mm. and and nothing to do with 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 my weight um and that is a radical change from from many years of, of of living you know and I um you know no longer want there to be less of me in the world you know now I am a healthy weight I just want to mm. say to 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 to, to uh, readers um I, I could always do a little bit of toning up um, um but again I have no intention of ever being obsessional around that and uh but yeah. I am you know relatively slim healthy you know uh, and uh so uh so but it's a lovely kind of way to live you know without that obsession around food a uh, number on a scale because it ruled my life for 10 or 12 years and it rules many people's lives that I know you know uh, that aren't uh, food addicts or that, that don't suffer from a food disorder I would say society at large particularly women um, but not only um, put too much emphasis on on the scales and a number and um, and my first kind of experience um, of release um um, in the in the the twelve step fellowship was that sense of you know I want the peace of mind and the serenity more than I want to be a certain weight and with that um, my kind of obsession if you like about getting back to a very low weight and number that have really ruled my life for over ten years just went you know and seven years later has has not returned you know and um uh, and that's that's that that that's that's beautiful but but you know so yeah so I you know just to give a bit background then if, if people haven't listened you know um Paula featured um a, a well-known uh book um and author um and you can mention that um the human being diet um in relation to it and I wasn't necessarily very happy about it 
um, because they don't want us to, uh, yeah, can do to, you know, endorse um, certain diet programs. And, um, but we have creative license and respect to each other as well in allowing that. And, and I could also understand that Paula um, coming up to her wedding wants to look her best as I did at the time. Um, and, uh, but, but it was really the discussion around um, if people only knew, you know, what to eat, correct you know that that then they wouldn't ever you know put on weight or or be you know and uh, become a beast or anything like that and and that's where I got thinking going god that's you know that's not my experience you know that that anyone you know suffering from a food order is probably has a bloody nearly a degree in nutrition or or you know completely understands what they should or should not be eating you know to achieve in in a healthy balanced way but that um food addiction um you know it means that if you're addicted to a system, it cannot moderate it. And it's to ask to, you know, and that's why so many people who don't realize they are or who suspect they are and are in denial and have seen huge progression in their volumes of a certain substance over the years. And maybe it creates great, you know, suffering and, and, you know, there is weight gain. And, and as I said, there's also the other end of that scale is food restriction and anorexia and, and bulimia where you might be yo-yoing between the two. And, uh, but anyone that, uh, that experiences that, like if trying to operate for years on that notion of, of dieting and, and, you know, and, and, cutting out certain food substances or food groups. And then if they're addicted to it, trying to then eat that moderately and discovering that very quickly they can't control the amount, like that is a sign of there being a Mm. physiological uh, reaction, you know, that is um, akin to an alcoholic taking a, you know, an alcoholic substance, you know, or Mm. a drug addict taking a, 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 a drug. And no one would believe that you could control, that they can control that if they're truly addicted. And it's the same for food. Yeah. And it's that misunderstanding, though, that leads to people perpetually trying new new diets mm. and um, where there is this practice of moderately eating, you know, you know, like all all substances, I suppose, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was the, the key thing um, that I wanted to communicate. And also if people are really, really suffering and it's Mm. obsessive and you've tried everything, you know, that there may, there are other solutions out there. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to say, Bernie. First of all, congratulations on, on talking so honestly about something I have seen you doing an extraordinary amount of personal growth um, through a very difficult situation and certainly wasn't something I think I thought you'd be comfortable speaking about publicly. Um, I am and (laughs) and I'm not happy with the episode and I may well record it, but you know, it's not about me. You know, it's not about you. Yeah. 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 And and I suppose just to pick up on a couple of things, you know, I, I, I would in no way ever have again having had a front row seat to your own struggles i would never suggest that you and i have the same uh, challenges when it comes to um our weight um and again for listeners i'm not somebody who's uh, obese um but i definitely um prefer when i feel healthy 
um, and I'm aware of when I'm not, you know, behaving in a way that's in integrity with what my body wants. Never mind what my mind, my human, you know, judgments are. It's actually the physical reality is is what. So from my perspective, um, again, it's Me not too about- in that respect today, you know. I think there was a lot of, of, there was more similarity. And I think it's the, again, to come back to our mantra about the power of possibility. For me, I found a possibility in one program. I'm not saying it's the only possibility. You have found a possibility in another totally different program because you've totally different issues. So what I wanted, certainly from my own, as you said, the timing was, you know, um, triggered in many ways by the big occasion, but also by an ongoing desire to live like this. And I like the approach in this particular one. It came from a credible source and it's based on consistency and community. And just to give a bit more about my own experience in terms of managing my weight over the years, what I found, for example, when I joined Weight Watchers and reached my goal weight was as soon as I achieved that, I felt like they lost interest. So commercially, I wasn't interested, interesting to my Weight Watchers leader, I felt. And therefore, I didn't feel the possibility of staying slim because they lost interest. It's like, oh, you've got your goal. Great. Off you go into the big bad world. And then I felt very alone. Whereas what I found in my episode and talking to, to Petronella Ravenshear is the community is what um, is keeping people with, I suppose, my style of interest in food management aligned with the principles that, that she teaches. So I think that's very different to what I heard with Weight Watchers. So, and now I haven't joined, you know, I'm not on Instagram. So, but what I think you have- Have you, tr- have you done the program? I have, and I feel wonderful. What I've, part of it did you do? All of it. I'm following it now. So I definitely- You did the 14 say- days- Oh, um, I did the well. The whole thing is, it's not a fourteen-day program, and she says that in the episode. With that. It definitely That's does, it. and I like that. It, but I suppose to you know, for anybody who has or hasn't listened, it's intended as a simplification, not as actually what it's perceived as and what it does create, which is extreme weight loss. It's actually intended to simplify what your body's dealing with to give you an opportunity to focus on simpler foods. So that's what appealed to me as well as the metabolic approach. So I did everything. And as I said, so, you know, I'd say certainly with the wedding and all the wonderful champagne and everything, you know, the whole um, abstaining from alcohol for sure was was let go as is allowed on the program. But very much what, um, what she discussed is, please don't pick and choose which parts of this program you're going to follow and say, I'm going to do the three days or the 14 days. This is intended as a four-month program leading to a lifelong program, actually. So again, for me, it gives longevity. It gives um, the possibility of a lifetime of feeling slim by identifying for me what causes what, when I feel particularly bad. And I don't feel, again, it's the same issue. As we said, we, we have different ways. But for me, it's like bread, for example. I really, really love it. It's a very convenient thing. But unfortunately, it really gives me a very uh, unhealthy um, sense that I'm bloated and whatever. So Anyway, lots there for same, people to same, listen to. Same for me, actually, and I'm not addicted to bread in any shape or form. Yeah, but but I've noticed that. But what my question to you is: you've had that information a long time. You said it to me as well. So mm. why do you feel you need 
someone else's program to adopt, uh, you know, the approach of saying I'm going to either eat less or no bread going forward and get my carbs in another way. I just feel that I appreciate how simply it was written. And I think the particularly the reset piece appeals to me. So rather than saying, okay, you know, this is, you know, absolutely, you know, going to take a very long time, there is a way to get started into feeling better very quickly. So, so, so yeah. that's the, the restrictive for, for 14 days, um, which she did say was a sort of semi-starvation, you know, and that's my concern because, you know, that kind of extreme weight loss in a, in a very quick period you know, can lead to a lot of yo-yoing. And it is my experience it through um, being dealing with, you know, to, to being in a community where, you know, as I said, there's hundreds and thousands of people that are sharing their experience um, that, that a lot of them progressed uh, due to extreme dieting in whether it's, you know, a week long, you know, two weeks longer, and that that can very much set up restriction binge, restriction binge, you know. And um, so, um, so I think, you know, yeah, what I'm hearing is that you're really attracted to that reset piece, but w- which does guarantee a, a huge amount of weight loss in a very short period. And everyone, you know, wants that, you know, but it is dangerous. I'm just saying it's dangerous. Um, and uh, like there's nothing that cutting out, you know, things that genuinely don't agree with our systems. If we listen to our bodies and going, you know, you know, working with the nutritionist and 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 doing, you know, uh, setting up a system of three meals a day or, you know, just a food plan that works for you with the ingredients that work for you, that could that can work long term and, and deliver, you know, the same out, outcome, you know. So anyway, that it's good to have the debate on, on that, you know. And yeah. that feels like the outcome that I do have. I do now yeah. have three meals a day. I'm back on it. And, you know, having checked how I felt um, coming back, even as I said, with the champagne and all of that wonderful stuff, I don't feel like I have done in the past where everything went out the window. So yeah. I feel I feel sustainable. So please, yeah. God, it's not necessarily dangerous for me or people who experience weight loss like me, but totally yeah. take your point that there is risks people need to be aware of. And And again, we're here to talk about possibility. And I loved that you offered your own email address. So for people who are concerned about Mm. themselves, the key is, you know, start to do the research like you did um, and find what type of support they need. Because at the end of the day, we all have a body and we all want that serenity, as you said, Bernie. So, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and the whole point that you're trying to emphasize and that I'm emphasizing is that people are not alone. Yes. You know, and if anyone has a food issue or wants to lose weight, weight you know and uh, which like and again a lot of people want to lose weight um uh, you know you're not alone in that you know and and uh but and and there is community available and people you know that's the biggest thing that struck me you know I went in thinking I was the only one who had this problem yeah and I realized I mean I'll never forget it that sense of oh my god I'm not alone you know there's other people that have and in various manifestations you know, yeah. um, because some people, you know, in my community wouldn't be able to eat bread or wouldn't be able to, you know, and, and vice versa. Um, but I've just, you know, and it, that's part of the job as well as distinguishing as to, you know, 
what doesn't suit your system um, uh, and, and you know, versus, you know, what you're truly addicted to, you know. Mm. Um, but I do think, Paula, um, again, not an expert view that, you know, as we mature um, that, you know, our bodies may have had enough of, of stuff. You know, I think what the young, yeah. when you're younger, you can probably totally. tolerate more. System. And after a lifetime of maybe indulgence, moderate indulgence, even in certain things, you know, if they're at, plus also the way that, you know, food industry is evolving, you know, I don't know whether the bread we're eating today would have been the same as the bread we had as, as you know, children or, sure. um, and uh, yeah. I mean, I, I do remember working on a process where I was for food ingredients company and I was looking for targeting a lot of people in that industry. And um, I remember one chap saying to me, you know, that he systematically made all his bread because he was not going to eat the shit that was out there, you know. And (laughs) and I know, but I think that's evolved as well. There's some very good breads out there, but I just know that it's something that I, you know, very much moderate, moderate because it does not suit me and it's not psychological it's a physical reaction you know totally uh, yeah. so I feel much better with a whole you know salad yeah. and, and protein and you know a few lentils or chickpeas or whatever then then yeah. then then the sandwich you know so even though I still enjoy a sandwich now and again you know so because that's not my issue <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully this debate has been you know interesting and and uh yeah and uh may serve and and you know um oh there goes my dog sorry (laughs) so I'll jump in there as Bernie goes off to uh to rescue her pup um so we love Archie but he's not 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 invited on you he can't do normally (laughs) but no I I do think you know as, as you said Bernie hopefully this you know, debate has caused people to reflect on, you know, what they're thinking and and maybe behaving or whatever, and given new possibilities to people. And dare I say, I'm sure it'll come up again at some point in the future. But uh, exactly. And I think you recognize, though, that some people, it is not as simple as a as a oh, I totally do. Please I do. totally yeah. do. And, yeah. and what I never wanted to suggest either, by the way, it was it was a, a nutrition information uh, deficit. Mm. To me, it's an inspiration deficit. So for me to believe, as I said, coming out as if I felt like I was thrown out of Weight Watchers on my ear. And I'm sorry, Weight Watchers, if that wasn't your intention. But for me to feel a possibility of a lifelong of being slim was what inspired me to, to record yes, that. So yes, exactly. Exactly. And that and yeah. that's what kind of abstinence in my community and working, you know, the steps offers as well. Amazing. Um, and but funny enough, I didn't believe it. You know, I had the evidence from the people that were sharing and I could see how, you know, the difference between some of the photos they shared or just their stories, you know, and I could see the light in their eyes and how they had you yeah. know, recovery and uh but um, and I, you know, was told just do, do the certain action and this will happen. And I didn't believe it would happen to me because I'd failed at everything else. Um, but so I had no reason to believe. But I, I said I'd give it a shot. And by just by taking the action, yeah. you know, the rest unfolded irrespective of my beliefs, you know. So it's funny. <laughs> I think, Paula, that you know, it's very, so important for you to believe yeah. and, and that's what, what makes things happen. And then I, you know, don't necessarily <laughs> believe, but I believe that Show things up. happen despite my lack of belief <laughs> if I take the action. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. 
two sides to the to 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 the one to coin, everything. You know? And uh, so, which which means that obviously possibility can manifest in life, people's lives, irrespective sometimes of the thinking yeah. and uh, the belief systems. And uh, you yeah. know, I, I'm trying to think of the phrase, but kind of anything goes, you know. <laughs> Totally. Well, there's, yeah, wonderful ways for all of us. So I guess that's, again, the conversation is useful for people yeah. to identify with one or other way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So because again, I don't mean to suggest in any shape or form that anyone who has a weight problem or thinks about food or what they eat, you know, um, to, to a certain extent has a, uh, yeah. has a, an issue. Uh, yeah. Absolutely not. You can have, it can just be as a result of poor lifestyle, poor food choices. You know, I mean, it's hard not to in this you know today's society um and the way food is celebrated and as as petronella said herself feasting is celebrated and uh, so um so and and usually you know often you can tell the difference um if if it gets to the point where it's impacting on a person's health you know and the doctor is saying to them if you continue in this fashion you will get you know you know, become diabetic, you will potentially have heart problems. You may end up not walking. You may end up having your leg amputated. You may, you know, if it gets to the stage where it's really um, impacting on your ability to go get around, do your life, live life and participate, do all the activities you want to. If there's health warnings coming from your doctor and, you know, and, you know, a lot of people will get to that stage and will be told, you're in trouble here potentially and they will make the necessary lifestyle changes you know and they will adopt a broad healthier eating pattern mm. you know start walking a little bit and, and and I think both you and I certainly I cannot endorse enough the power of walking um and and starting small in that in terms of um you know helping uh um achieve miracles and um but if on the other hand your very life and your health and your happiness are at stake and you cannot change that food problem. Look into the idea and do some research and check. Hey, maybe maybe this isn't my fault. Maybe I have genuinely got an either disorder or an addiction, whatever term you prefer for it. And um, you know, and and I need you know, and that explains you know yeah. why I'm powerless to affect change here, totally. and, and seek you know the 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 help that you might need. Perfect. Perfect. Well, listen, Bernie, on that note, I think we have done an extraordinary job of our highs, lows and learnings uh, (laughs) in the context of an extremely busy month. Um, I will say we have no idea what our show holds for next week. So (laughs) (laughs) we will discuss and agree that in the next (laughs) few minutes once we totally watch this space. No doubt it will be as entertaining for us as ever. And please, God, for everybody listening. So with that said, I will say thank you all for listening and yay can do. Yeah, you can do. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm.